step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Yeah. Oh, how he takes. 
Welcome to Transformational Ministries International Podcast. I am Lori. And I'm Jackie. And welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome. All right. I tell you what, uh, I'm so grateful this morning that you were paying attention because I had music, I had the music playing. Well, as, as the music was playing, I had the music playing on my phone. <laughs> So, praise the Lord. Well, I tell you what, um, how are you? I'm doing fine. Praise God. Yeah. What about you? I'm doing very well. Doing very well. You know, I was, before we got together and started praying, I was praying. And you know, I oh, asked. Oh, yeah, I heard you going in. I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, just, you know, let your word just. Let your word just speak, because I remember when I got when I first got saved and I was reading the scriptures, I was not studying the scriptures. Mm -hmm. I was just reading the scriptures, and it was as if the word came up off the page, and I mean, it's like I saw it. It just came up off the page, and it was talking to me, you know. And it's like I, I know the word by itself, just mm -hmm. by itself. If we didn't preach it, if we didn't, you know, if you just sat there and read the word, it's powerful. Mm -hmm. It's powerful and transforming. But after having said that, let's go into the Word. So today, we're going to be talking about there is forgiveness if... Wow, that's it. There is forgiveness mm -hmm. if, <clears throat> yes. if you sin, but there is destruction if you turn to other gods. Oh, yeah. If you turn to mm -hmm. other gods, that means if you turn to another god, that means you have forsaken... God, because you cannot worship two gods. Mm -hmm. You're gonna you're gonna worship one and forsake the other. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. and you know it's clearly it's probably easier than what we, what we realize to turn to another god. Mm -hmm. And we're mm -hmm. gonna see that through uh, scriptures today because you know you have to be vigilant and diligent and focused about serving God. You can't, you know, we talked about on uh, The Good Life with Dr. Laura, we talked about um, the 1 in 60 rule where, you know, if you drift one degree, if you're coming from New York City going to Tokyo, if you drift one degree, you literally will pass Tokyo by 115 miles right so it is important to know where you're located at and the only way to truly know where you're located at is through the word of god unless god is unless he has mercy on you and send somebody to you directly and they uh speak a prophetic word to you or you know give you a word of wisdom or a word of, of knowledge you know if God sends somebody to you, but if you are walking with him and you read the word of God, it's imperative that you read every day or listen to the word every day because the word will let you know where you're located. I was reading, uh, I was listening to this morning um, a little excerpt of, of uh, Revelations chapter 3, and it was got to the place where it was talking about the uh, church, Thyatira. And talking about being, you know, not being cold or hot, but being lukewarm. And towards mm. the ending of what the writer was talking about, he was saying, if you are listening to this and you are examining your life and worried that that could be you, 
he said, or she, one of two, said, most likely it's not. Yeah, yeah. Most likely it's not you. But if it were you, you still have hope. Absolutely. You can, you can repent. You can turn back to God and get your zeal and your passion back, mm -hmm. you know. But you may not know that's where you're located in until you hear the word of God. And you, know, you, and you know, that's a, that's very important because when you hear a word, that you need to not look at anybody else, but you need to examine yourself. That word comes to you, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and when you, like you say, when you start thinking about, is that me, Lord? And then you begin to examine yourself, and like I say, it probably wasn't. It's not you because you would not even think about it. You're like. Oh, it's not me. I'm good to go. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, I tell you what. I, I When I hear the word, I'm always going to examine myself. Because Ooh, man, I man. do not want to say to myself, self, that's not you. God talking about some other people. No. If you're listening to the word, the word automatically is for you mm -hmm. as far as examining yourself, hearing the word, hearing what God is saying. Now, if you walk away and God is giving you peace and you know that you're, you know, you're good, then, of course, you don't, you're not going to condemn yourself or anything mm -hmm. like that and try to make yourself somewhere where you're not. But you want to know where you're mm -hmm. located. So let's go on. Let's. We're going to be going to Second um, Chronicles, and we're going to be reading from Chapter 7. A lot of scriptures, but we're going to cover all of these scriptures. So this is the time when uh, Solomon had built uh, this... Uh, temple for God, and he was praying. We're, although we're going to start with chapter 7, in chapter 6, he was he was praying and praying. I mean, well, you want to go back and read the prayer, but we're going to pick up with when he had finished praying. So I'm going to be reading the Amplified and possibly a little bit of King James as well today. And, um, yeah, so let's get started. It says, chapter 7, When Solomon had finished praying, the fire came down from heaven and consumed the burnt offerings and sacrifices, and the glory of the Lord filled the house. I'm already mm. getting excited. Yes. The glory of the Lord filled the house. There was an actual move of God, fire coming down from heaven mm. and consuming these burnt offerings that had been offered up and the sacrifices that had been offered up to the Lord. And the glory of the Lord filled the house. The priest could not enter the house of the Lord because of the glory because of the Lord, because the Lord had filled the Lord's house. <laughs> because the glory of the Lord had filled the Lord's house. And when all the people of Israel saw how the fire came down and the glory of the Lord upon the house, they bowed with their faces upon the pavement and worshiped and praised the Lord, saying, for he is good, for his mercy and his loving kindness endures forever. Yes. Then the king and all the people offered sacrifices before the Lord. King Solomon offered a sacrifice of 22,000 oxen and 120,000 sheep. So the king and all the people dedicated God's house. That's a lot of sacrifices. Yes, oh yes. That's a 22,000 oxen and 120,000 sheep. Mm. This is a lot of sacrificing. I mean, they was about this thing, right? So the king and all the people dedicated God's house. The priests stood at their post. And the Levites also with instruments of music to the Lord, which King David had made to praise and give thanks to the Lord for his mercy and loving kindness endures forever. Mm -hmm. Whenever David praised through their ministry, the priests blew trumpets before them and all Israel stood. Now I just, just I'm gonna keep going, but just that moment, 
you know, what came to my mind was this picture of this preacher preaching hard, you know, but he's in the word and the word is good. And all of a sudden the, the, the music person, the one on the instrument, they start playing this music, you know, because it says that as David ministered through, you know, with what they were doing, they would start blowing the trumpets. And I just had that moment of thinking about <laughs> thinking about that and verse 7 says moreover Solomon consecrated the middle of the court that was before the house of the Lord for there he offered burnt offerings and the fat of the peace offering because the bronze altar which he had made was not sufficient to receive the burnt offerings the, um, the surreal offering and the fat Verse 8, at that time Solomon held the feast of the, I'm sorry, at that time Solomon held the feast for seven days mm. and all Israel with him, a very great assembly from the entrance of Hamath to the brook of Egypt. The eighth day they made a solemn assembly for they had kept the dedication of of the altar and the feast each for seven days and on the 23rd day of the seventh month he sent the people away to their homes glad and merry in heart for the goodness that the Lord had shown to David to Solomon and to Israel his people <clears throat> thus Solomon finished the Lord's house and the king's house, all that he had planned to do in the Lord's house and his own house, he accomplished successfully. And the Lord appeared to Solomon by night and said to him, I have heard your prayer. Now, if you want to go back and read that prayer, go back and read chapter 6. I have heard your prayer and have chosen this place for myself as a house of sacrifice. Now this is where I want you listeners to pay close attention to what the word is saying right here. If I shut up heaven so no rain falls, or if I command locusts to devour the land, or if I send pestilence among my people, if my people who are called by my name, shall humble themselves, pray, seek, crave, and require of necessity my face, and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven, forgive their sin, and heal their land. Let me go to King James real quick. It says, if my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and I will forgive their sin and will heal their yes. land. This is so powerful because through verse 13 and 14, God let them know. The fruit of sin. This is what will happen in your life if you get into sin. He told them, heaven will be shut up. There will be no rain. If there is no rain, what comes after that? Then famine. Famine. That means that the land will not produce and you will not have you will not have any uh, fruit or vegetables or whatever the land is producing, but you will be in famine, right? He says, if I command the locusts to devour the land. So whatever the famine, whatever is left over in the famine, now the locusts going to eat it up. So you're going to see a decline in your life of the fruitfulness of God. You will begin to see a decline. Why? Because you're in sin. So, and you know, it's things like this that always make us think. When something happens, what's the first thing we think? Have I sinned? Mm -hmm. Have I done something? Because we are aware of the fact that sin will bring, uh, will cease, will like stop the blessings of the Lord. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, 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 the, and the key, God's, 
is prophesying, God is predicting the results of sin, like you say, what they are going to do. God already knew that they will um, sin, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm, they, mm -hmm. they will do something. Mm -hmm. God said, and then, and like you say in verse thir uh, 13, said, when I shut up, that means I will, I'm going to shut it up mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. you're going to sin. But when you do sin and you turn from that, humble yourself and seek my faith, then I will come back. And what I've done before, I will heal the land because sin will separate you from God. God said, my ears, in my, my hand is not slack or short that I can't deliver my, my ears heavy that I can't hear. But your sin had separated between me and your mm, God. Mm. Amen. Amen. First John, first uh, John chapter one, verse nine says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. Listen, a lot of times when people think about sinning, well, he also said we have an advocate with the father that uh, he's interceding on our behalf if we sin, right? Mm -hmm. But a lot of times... When people look at sin, they look at something that may be considered like blatant and over the top, mm -hmm. you know, like you cuss somebody out or, you know, you've been delivered from alcohol and you take a drink. And although these things, these behaviors are not good and, you know, and they are sinful, you know, sin is, is, he said, anything that you do that's not a faith. It's sin, you know. So, you know, you have to allow the Holy Spirit to reveal to you what's really going on in your life. Like I said this morning, looking at the church of Thyatira, but you can look at all of them, Ephesus and Smyrna and Sardis and Pergamon, and you read this, all of these churches can, in, in Revelations chapter right. 2 and 3, mm -hmm. all of these churches can reveal something about you that you may not even know that you are doing. That's why it's so important. Look, going back, it's important to get into the Word of God because when you don't get into the Word, you have no idea where you're located. But if you get in the Word and you just look at the Word like God is talking about other people and he, you know, He's not talking to you, one you're not hearing him. That's what's going on. So you want to really, really pay attention. Well, like um, Jackie just said, God already knew that we were going to see him. He yeah. already knew that once you gave your life to the Lord, that was not the end of you committing any kind of yeah. uh, sin, that you're doing any kind of sin. But the thing is with us, we can't stay in it. You know, uh, and like you were talking about the churches there in Revelation uh, 2 and 3, he always says, you give out those good points that, that uh, yes, you're doing this stuff, but I have this against you. Exactly. I have something. Always, except the Philadelphia church, mm -hmm. all the other um, six, six ones, it was, yes, you're doing this, you're doing that, but I have something against you. Mm -hmm. So you, we can be doing a lot of things in our lives, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. God is still saying, I still have something against mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. So you have to be open enough to figure out, you know, wait a minute, Lord, I, I need deliverance from this. And you, in, you, in your own quiet time, you can't tell everybody your business now. You know, you when you start confessing your sins uh, to other people, you got to make sure you know who you're doing it with. And right. they're not going to broadcast your business outside and they, right. and they mess around and never forgive you. Or, or use it against you themselves. Yeah, so you have to be use careful on that. Let me, let me run over here real quick because that's the second time we done brought this up. But um, with these with these churches, one of the first ones is Ephesus. They had left their first love. Mm -hmm. So when you look at us, 
You know, we've been walking with the Lord for a while. Do you remember the excitement and the passion yeah. and that you had when you first got oh, saved? Wow. It was like, oh, my God, this was the best thing that ever happened to me. I want to sh- scream mm. it from the rooftop. I want to share it with everybody. You know, I'm in the Word every day. I'm praying constantly and, you know, just seeking God. And I put that above everything in my life. But as you go on and walking with the Lord and you know, you think you know some word now. Yeah. You yeah. know, you, you 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 think you you know you know God now. You know, so you kinda fall off a little bit, right? Well he says in that he's saying you left your first love. Yes. You you had put Christ above everything in your mm-hmm. life. You know, seeking God was the most important thing to you. Reading his word, you know, following Christ, because this is how we follow him through scriptures, you know. And uh, so th- one of what? the things he was getting on them about was. Uh, let me say this for you. You know, uh, I, I've been in churches where if you didn't come to church, mm-hmm. you felt you lost your first love. You know, oh, yeah, no. you, 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 you've got to that point where if you don't go to church, you like you have you have did just what you just said. Mm-hmm, you have mm-hmm. you have fallen from your first love, and they relate church to that that love that you have for the Lord, mm-hmm. and that is not true. Mm-hmm. But I, I've heard it, and I have been you know well if you don't go to if church, you don't tithe. Yeah, it's so much going on. Uh, you know, you might want to sit there and watch. Uh, the the final four. You might want to watch the Super Bowl, but if you don't come back to church at six o'clock, you done lost your first look. I I've heard that, mm-hmm. and it, it it puts people in bondage. And next thing you know, they it they're in a religious mode, and they're just trying to please people, and they've gotten away from pleasing the Lord Jesus Christ and mm. loving Him. Mm-hmm. Amen. John fifteen and verse four says, "Abide in me, and I in you." As a branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can you, no more can you, except you abide in me. I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abideth in me, and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. (sighs) Without me, you can do nothing. Mm -hmm. Right? So, you know... It's so important that we stay in the Lord. But I encourage you, you know, go and read Revelations chapter 2 and 3 and hear what he's saying to the churches and listen for him to talk to you. Listen for him to let you know where you're located at because that's more important. One of the things that, you know, we can dress ourselves up, make ourselves look pretty or handsome, you know, and we can go out into the world. We know how to talk. We know how to act. We know how to, you know, be entertaining. We know how to do all of these things. And we feel good. Mm-hmm. We feel like everything's good. Everything's hunky-dory. But it doesn't mean that that's how the Lord feels, right? He may see that you've gone three or four days without praying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He may see that you've gone three or four days without reading the Word of God. He will see that you are no longer walking in a way where you're praying you know, praying without ceasing. You're praying about everything. Lord, help me to do this. Lord, you know, I, help me to uh, say things right. Lord, help me with this project. Lord, And you're just praying and praying and praying, you know, and then you get to the place where, and somebody say to you, well, you know, you just need to pray about it. You've been praying? Well, no, nah, I ain't really been praying that much lately. Mm-hmm. That's an indication of why things may not necessarily be running smooth mm-hmm. in your life. And like you say, uh, instead of having a laundry list of things that you want God to do for you, uh, that's maybe just a prayer that I want to spend some time with your Father. I just want to love you. I want to I thank you, Lord, yes, for being yes. my God. And you know, you you communicate. You say, okay, what do you want? But I don't really want any particular thing. I just want to make. I want to live right. Just for want you. to be in your uh, presence. Not, not mm. saying. I need this and this and that. You got a laundry list of things, and that's where prayers seem to be guided to. You want to tell God all the things that you want, all the things that you desire, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. it's much more than that. It's fellowship. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It's just like yeah. let's go to marriage, right? If every day all I said is, "Jackie, can you get me this? Jackie, can you do this for me? Jackie, can you? Can I have this? Can I have that? You know, can I?" 
you know, after a while, and you probably would do those things for me, but after a while, you would feel like you don't want me. You, you, want to use you just me. want what I can give you. That's it. That's a good point. Good, you know. Good, good but if I say good morning to you, how are you? How did you sleep? And I go throughout the day. Would you like some coffee? Would you like something to drink? Do you want some breakfast? You know, with the intention of me providing those things for you. Um, do you want me to turn the light on? Do you want me to turn the heater on, do, I, you know, just throughout the day, hey, do you want some of this? You know, just throughout the day, I'm asking you about things that you would like, mm -hmm. as opposed to, Jackie, can you do this? Can you do that? Now, I may need you to do some things for me, but you don't mind doing them because I've already demonstrated to you that I'm not trying to use you. And I want to be a blessing and to and you. And I and want that, you to rise up and call me blessed. And that you say, God said, I know what you have need of even before you ask. And a lot of times, you don't have to ask. Next thing you know, I bring something. You say, oh, I was just thinking about that. Yeah. See, okay, that because because relationship, when we have a relationship with the Lord like that, he He provides things that we don't even, we're not even requesting. Amen. Amen. Now, that thing got me excited. That has got me excited because serving God is not... It's just not about the things you can get from him, but he is that type of father that I want to bless you. I want to change your mm -hmm. life. I want to make you more than what you could have ever thought you could have mm -hmm. been. I want to give you more money than you ever thought you would have in your life. I, I want to do these things for mm -hmm. you. I don't want you coming to me just seeking me for that. Oh, right? I say? want you to, those are just byproducts, those things will happen as a result of, but I want you to come to the place where, you know, you care that you're not living in sin. You care that you're not serving another God. You care that you, you want to know the word and you want to know the word correctly and, 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 and live the word, not just a mass knowledge of the word for the sake of knowing it, but then live a life doing whatever you want to do. There are people that are like that. Oh yeah, just say, and then remember all the where you can find it from. I, I there's quite a few scriptures that you I, I can tell you if I find them maybe, but I don't. It's not a whole lot of them that I can say. Well, that's what this book said and that book. We just start to oh yeah, that's in so and so. Mm -hmm. No, I mean you know, hey, and that's I can okay. tell what the word is saying now, but. Not where you can get it from. Well, that's okay if you can do that. Yeah, yeah. You can amass knowledge like that. But more important than you just getting a lot of scriptures and memorizing a lot of scriptures, but living life however you want to. Ooh. Listen, yeah. I I was so impressed with this woman. Her 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 um she just came to me. I was so impressed with her knowledge of the word, but her life and her interaction with people was it was unbelievable oh, how could you be this ruthless and and I, I didn't get that mm. but you know so much word how can that be well if the word is not alive in you, oh, yeah. and that word is not mixed with faith, it's just for the sake of knowledge and for the sake of position and things like that. That's what you're mm -hmm. gonna get. I would rather know two scriptures, barely by heart, and living them to the full, than to know Genesis through Revelation. And not living nothing at all. No because way. you're nothing but a soul. Yes. Not a Paul. You're a soul. Because mm -hmm. Saul knew the Torah. He knew it backwards and forwards. But what he did not know was Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. What he did not know was God the Father. He did not know. Mm -hmm. Because had he known, he would have never crucified <laughs> the people of God. He yeah. would have never uh, persecuted, that's the word, Perse the yeah. people of God. <laughs> so you can be a soul in your own life, knowing those scriptures, mm -hmm. but the scripture not being alive to you, Absolutely. not being your life. Mm -hmm. It's just your mission, that's all. 
I don't know who I'm talking to, but you better hear what the Lord is saying. <laughs> You're not getting credit for all the scriptures that you know. Oh, man. You're getting credit for knowing him. You're Let's living. go to John 17. Living. Let's go to John 17. You're not getting credit because you done memorized a whole bunch of scripture. I'm down with memorization. I'm down with um, you know, learning learning more of the word. But what I do know, if you ain't living the word, you can't have a totally different con uh, uh, personality contrary to the fruit of the spirit. But you know a whole bunch of scriptures. Something is wrong with that. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that, Jackie? <laughs> what What's wrong with that? That just, yeah, that denying, the, when they say the power, that's the scriptures. Uh, you just denying everything. Denying the, the power yeah, thereof. The scriptures are alive. And yeah, you just, you just gotta, I guess, you're not getting no rhema. You're just getting logos just, just like a novel. You can, tell, you can re recite a novel, mm -hmm. uh, a book that you read, and uh, not knowing anything about the character. Let me read John 17, 1 through 3. These words spoke, spake Jesus, King James, <laughs> uh, spake Jesus, and lift up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour is come. Glorify thy son, that thy son also may glorify thee as you have given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as you have given him. And this is eternal life. This is the eternal life that he's given us, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. My Lord, amen. That's what the word says. So it's not, it's, you know, you can memorize scripture. Satan did this. He mm -hmm. knew the word. Yes, he yes. knew the word. But you mm -hmm. can memorize scripture and not know the Lord and bust hell wide open. Mm -hmm. Why? Because whatever reason you're in the scriptures and, you know, you're doing what you're doing, it's not to know God the Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. You're not doing it to know them. Ooh, is it that you're doing it to, um, this This makes me think of that preacher that we were li listening to, how he was saying, you know, he was an emperor and he was a king and he was a, 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 the Lord. No, he didn't say he was the Lord. He was he was just saying all yeah. kinds of stuff. Uh, yeah, king, you know, emperor, whatever he said. But he was reading, he was reading the scriptures. He was reading the scriptures. And, uh, but not to know the Lord. Yeah. He was using the scriptures for himself. You know, and so you can, you can actually do that. You can actually do that. Hi, Margaret. God bless you. Thank you for coming in to Transformational uh, Ministries podcast. I remember when I wanted nothing but Jesus, Jesus, and more Jesus. Amen. 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 Well, Margaret, I do pray that you are still there, that you want Jesus and more Jesus and more Jesus, that Amen. you want that word day in and day out. Because I believe all of us that have a little age on us and been walking with the Lord for a while, we know, <laughs> we know our help comes from the Lord, the maker of the heavens and earth. There is no other help abundant. I, on this earth outside of the Lord. He will use people to help us. Absolutely. You know, he will use doctors to help us. Ooh. He mm -hmm. will use, in some cases, medicine to help us. But our help comes from He's the Lord. He's the one, yeah. It is him. Oh. It is him. It is in him that we live and move and have our being. That's the thing that we know. We're fully persuaded that our life Health, breath, strength, everything is in the Lord. I was, because I, um, uh, I, I had a, of the persuasion that um, nutritional supplements and, and going to the gym and, you know, being physical fit, running and doing things was the, uh, that foundation of life or that, that was, give you a better life. And I was listening to another brother on, he was on Facebook and he was just, Talking about all this tradition, all these supplements and stuff that you need, and these had a list of stuff. I mean, it, it was like, and I just remembered 
and they have a year. And you think about your health, and our health is Christ is our health. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, you, you have to do what you got to do, but you better not depend on supplements and physical fitness for your health, mm -hmm. because I did, mm -hmm. and I suffered that sudden cardiac arrest. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Blew my mind, blew everybody's mind around me, mm -hmm. but God took care of me, mm. and that's, that's been, what, about seven, eight years ago. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, if there's any kind of God, even the, you know, the title of this broadcast, um, uh, there is forgiveness for sin, but destruction for turning to other gods. Mm -hmm. And in the description I put in there Praise that him. there is God's, the God of self. When you put yourself on the throne, like you all that, you know, are you the serving the God of money or material goods and you know, I had put et cetera, but like you're saying, you know, the God of, of health and wealth, there is a lady, this doctor, and she was, she, God had really blessed this lady to uh, study diabetes and learn about diet. She's a doctor, and she just gave her life for um the study of diabetes and she started helping people come off medicines and, you know, turn their life around. Now in her own personal life, she was into health fitness and, you know, she didn't eat this and didn't eat that. And, you know, and this lady, as young as she was, she was diagnosed with stage four cancer, stage four mm. cancer. She's a doctor. There was nothing that was letting her know that there was something irregular in her life. She died. Hmm. She died. Matter of fact, it's kind of weird. The doctor that was working with her, she died also. Isn't that something? Yeah. So she was just one day just diagnosed with stage four cancer. Yeah. So our health, healing, and wholeness is in the hand of the Lord. Amen. It is in the yeah, hands of the Lord. This lady was so, she was exercise conscious and eating right and all of that. But yet you will have somebody that's a thousand pounds still living. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, that's perplexing. It's like, how are they living? And they're that big. But Health, healing, and wholeness is in the hands of the Lord. Yeah, absolutely. God yeah. can he can he can have mercy and save anybody that he wants. Let's go on back to the word of God. Mm -hmm. Let's go on back to the word. So we said we heard what the Lord said. He said, If I shut up heaven and there's no rain, or if I command the locusts to devour the land, or I send pestilence among my people. Mm -hmm. Pestilence. This is, this is your COVID-19, yes, and yeah. this is all of that. A lot of people died, yeah. died from uh, COVID. Almost a million here in America. Here in America, but mm -hmm. around the world, people oh, were dying. I, had a, I have a friend in India, and he was telling me it, it was so dire, that, you know, what was happening there. I they mean, were burning yeah. bodies left and right because, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't all of this funerals and things like that. They had to go ahead on and burn those bodies up, you know. And so, but I, you you want to know where all of this stuff be coming from. We think sometimes, oh, I rebuke the devil in the name of Jesus and, you know, shaking our fist at the devil. Mm -hmm. But if you, the devil is only a tool in God's hand. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. It's and like you said, my people, yeah. it's coming amongst the, 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 the believers. Yeah. If you, if you, especially if you get away from God. Yeah. Yeah. This is why you have to pray because, you know, you never know what's going to cause you to drift. Sometimes you have bad stuff happen and maybe you feel like, God, why me? Why did this happen? And you Lord feel some, yeah. yeah, you feel some type of way and you feel sad and down and depressed and you may start to drift just out of sorrow. You, out know, of, you know, I never, that's something I never, I never questioned that. Wow, why did this have? Why I have this uh, uh, heart issue? Uh, why I have uh, uh, cancer? cancer. Mm -hmm. And you know, and why this? I'm thankful that he just brought you through. Yeah, yeah, brought me through all of that. I'm mm -hmm. just thankful. 
Yeah. Mm. Amen. Well, anytime God bring you through sickness, two things. One, why are you going through it? Praise him. While you're in the midst of it and it's difficult, praise him. When you wake up and you find out he done delivered you, praise him. Hallelujah. So what's, what's happening? You're praising him all throughout. Hallelujah. And in that Glory praise, you're demonstrating to him that, God, I trust you. I trust you. Now, sickness is not fun for anybody, mm -hmm. right? And depending on what kind of sickness you have, sometimes, you know, you feel like you got a, a ticking time bomb going on in your body. And you don't know when that thing going to explode. Praise him anyway. I will bless the Lord at all times. And his praise shall continually be in my mouth. That means that no matter what's going on, no matter what happen, happens, praise him. There are sometimes, you know, when you have like grandkids and stuff like that, sometimes you, you, you have thoughts and you're concerned about them. And let me just call it like it is. You're worried about them and... You know, you're not there with them to raise them up in the admonition of the Lord or, you know, make decisions that you think is right for them. But even in that, you have to commit your grandchildren. If you got young children, you have to commit your children, even adult children. You have to commit them to the Lord and you have to trust him no matter what. Yes. No matter what. You got to praise him through it because praise is that one thing that will help you out when things get hard. Mm -hmm. Praise will. God, <laughs> God designed that thing. He said he inhabit the praises of his people. So if you start to praise him, he comes in, he starts making you feel better. The uh -huh. joy of, in the presence of the Lord is the joy of the Lord. You know, it's my strength. Yeah, in the presence of the Lord is fullness of joy so he brings his presence you end up feeling joyful instead of depressed or down yeah. or sad oh my god oh my yeah god. hallelujah hallelujah Woo well let's get on through well, I, know, these I, I know you're a praiser <laughs> well i tell you any if i do anything it is because of the holy ghost yeah because I've had times, uh, Jackie, where I sat on the side of the bed and felt like I couldn't do nothing. Mm -hmm. Just sat there on the floor and couldn't, just felt like I couldn't praise, I couldn't shout, I couldn't do nothing. But all of a sudden, it was like somebody started pouring a cool liquid over me and I just started feeling good. And then I could just start to praise God and I could say, if it had not been for the Lord, if it because I can't praise outside of him. He yeah. wants praise, but he wants a perfect praise, right? <laughs> so all I can give him is a feeble praise, but the Holy Ghost comes in and put some perfection on that. <laughs> Let me clean that up a little bit. <laughs> praise, my, my, the my, Lord. My. praise the Lord. Well, verse 14. He said, I'm going to just read that over again. Yes. He says, if my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves, pray, seek, crave. This is the Amplified. Crave and require of a necessity my face and turn from your wicked ways. Stop doing what you are doing. Then I will hear when, when I read that, that used to confuse me. Then I will hear from heaven. I will hear from heaven. And I'm not certain where I got the revelation that I can't tell you that. But I start realizing that if you're praying and calling on the Lord and you're in sin, right? He's not hearing those prayers like that. But it's when you, in the midst of that, repent and turn to him. Yes. He will start to hear those pleas and hear those uh prayers hear you you That's know right. call, calling that he will start to hear those right and then he said i will forgive your sin and heal your land if you don't want to come out of sin he it's not a whole lot he's gonna be able to do for you that's right exactly if you want to stay in it, it and this that. is where you're happy at pig returning to the mud yeah. dog returning to the vomit yeah. mm -hmm. if this is where you're happy God can't make you come out. He's not that kind of God. I'm not going to make you want me, make you yeah. serve me. You know, I'm not going to do that. And you know what? I'm telling you, this, when you read in the old the Hebrew Bible, mm -hmm. that he's the, the same God is in the New Testament. 
It's the same God is that the invisible God became visible through the incarnation of the Messiah and all the all the uh, 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 apostles is talking about the same thing the Old Testament. The standards are the same. You can't continue to end sin and expect the blessings of God to be upon you. It won't, it, it does not happen like that. Absolutely. And if you're being, if you're in sin and you're being blessed, then it's not God. God is not, something wrong with that. One. Yeah, because it's going to keep you in sin. It keep you in sin. You because should... you're thinking you, you're prospering, you're doing well, the enemy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because he just said here when he was talking to his people, he was talking to Israel, he was talking to Solomon and the people, he was saying, if I shut up the rain, we already know rain is a blessing. Yeah. You need rain for crops. You need rain for just water in general. You know, you need the cleansing of the land. You need rain to deal with their pestilences and things that are happening you know, that we don't even know about. We need rain to shut it down. We need rain to stop the pollen. Some people can't even breathe. You know, their eyes are itching and watering and they're struggling and they're breathing. But when the rains come and it shuts that pollen down, it gives them an opportunity to be able to breathe again and not be on uh, uh, taking medicines and things like that. So the rain is a vital. But then he says, and send the locusts to, you know, to send the locusts to basically destroy, to destroy the land as well. The crops, yes. Yeah, to, to destroy, this, listen to me, to destroy the, the, the crops, to devour the land. Mm -hmm. Right? So now, you know, you 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 when you think about the land we most of us do not own land but we have what we have right mm -hmm. but when you start when these things start being destroyed the things that you have maybe all of a sudden you know you can't pay your rent because something happened with your job. And I mean, it goes on and on and on. You're going to start feeling the pressures of things happening. And I would say that's, that right that's my point. And because and, and, and what we're made of, we're made of the dirt of the land. Oh, wow. So, so you, yeah. can, you can look at you on your own self. You, you know, you can look at you, what's happening in our lives. Wow. As far as our bodies. Wow. Being, you know, being land and dirt. That's a that's a real revelation from the <laughs> Lord right there. Yeah, and follows up with pestilence, which is sickness. Mm -hmm. Wow, amen to that. Right. Well, we're clearly we're not gonna make it to the the rest of this, but I think this is a great place to start. So what we want to do is we want to say this right here. If you have found yourself in any kind of a sin, maybe you're in a sexual sin, you know, or maybe you are in. Um, you, you, you've done something and you find yourself just lying and lying and lying and you just, you know, you, you're not able to, you feel like you're just not able to tell the truth because of everything that's going to come as a result of you telling the truth or, you know, maybe you took something that was not yours and, you know, you, you're feeling the conviction of the Lord and you need to give it back, you know. You need to confess that you took it and you need to give it back, you know. Or maybe you, you know, you're the one that you you cheated on your spouse and you don't know what to do because the conviction is overwhelming. You don't know if you need to confess and tell them and you just don't know what you need to do. But here's the thing. This is this is I'm, I I don't I don't know who I'm talking to, but I'm gonna go ahead and say this. Here's the thing with cheating on your spouse. If you cheated on your spouse and your spouse had asked you some questions about some something concerning your behavior, and they have been sensing and you know, but you have been making them think they're crazy by lying and denying and all that. You got to make that right. Mm, mm, you got to mm. make that right. Now, if you done messed around and you did something and your spouse does not know that, you need to seek God about for us telling them about that. You need to seek God. The reason I say that is because 
You want to know, God, I did do this. I confess mm -hmm. to you. Should I tell them and let him let you know? But now if you've been making them think they're crazy and they're not, mm -hmm. then you may have to go ahead on and confess that. But if they do not know, you seek God about telling them because he may give you the grace, the mercy to not tell them. But then, you know, at some point you may have to later on down the road because what you don't want to do is be living a life feeling like the enemy got something over you because if you had an affair, that other person knows it too. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that could be like held over Amen. you. Yeah. So you really need to seek the Lord. I've heard, I'm, I'm careful with this because I've heard other ministers say, you know, do not tell because you will be creating uh, issues that are not there. I'm not certain that that's a reason not to tell. I think you need mm -hmm. to seek God about that mm -hmm. because he may have you not tell right now. Mm -hmm. But then at another time when your spouse will be able to hear a confession like that and still be able to mm -hmm. make it through, Amen. you know, um, mm -hmm. that would be a better time. So if you found yourself in some type of sin, whatever it is, no matter what it is, this is an opportunity to turn to the Lord, to turn from that sin. Trust God to forgive you. Oh, yes, Trust you him to yeah. restore you and reinstate you. Mm -hmm. Now, some sins that you may commit, if you were out there and you got pregnant, you know, certain sins... You know, yeah, you, you don't go. Yeah, you don't go get rid of the baby because you feel like God don't forgave you. That's you don't go and have the pregnancy terminated. You don't do that. This is a time where you got to seek God like never before. So what we're gonna do is, uh, Jackie, would you mind praying for the listeners mm. and praying for them mm -hmm. that might be in sin right now? And then we'll come back next week if the Lord say the same. And we will continue on with this um, message. Lord, Lord, I just want to thank you uh, for the listeners out there, oh God. Whomever hear, the, hear this message on demand or live, God, we ask you right now, God, you examine the hearts of the believers, of the people, and let them know, God, there is forgiveness no matter what it is, God. Uh, the children of Israel constantly turned their back on you, God, but when they repented and came to themselves, you was there for them, Lord. You, you, you are not uh, one that holds grudges, God, if we go openly confess. And those who find themselves in a situation, God, that they've come to themselves, stop whatever they're doing if it's wrong and turn from that, oh God, and not continue their end just because they can do that. But I pray, oh God, this word will find their listeners, oh God, that they realize there is forgiveness after sin because, God, we all have sinned and felt short of the glory of God. There's none righteous, no, not one, Lord. We have all felt some way or another. But I thank God for the blood of Jesus that forgives us and that cleanses us from all unrighteousness. God, you say that we confess our sins before you. You are just and faithful to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness, Lord. And we thank you that we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. A God, there's unforgiveness God can't be forgiven if we don't confess it and ask you to forgive us. It's still there. But, God, we got to acknowledge it, Lord. Praise God. If there's so many of them, just repent and say, Lord, whatever I've done wrong, I want to go in the right direction, Lord. I want to renew my vows before you. I want to renew my vows and praise God and work out my salvation today with fear and trembling. Every day, Lord, to be saved. Every day. Because yesterday won't do it. It's today. It's the day of salvation. So we want to thank you, Lord. The blood of Jesus is sufficient. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Peter is an example. Hallelujah. <laughs> of all the other apostles felt through, Paul and Barnabas had a falling out over John Mark. And I'm sure it was a hot dispute. Praise God, and they probably didn't do everything that Jesus would have done when he told James and John, you don't know what spirit you are when they want to bring down fire from heaven and consume the uh, Samaritans. Praise God. But I thank you, Lord, that we all need forgiveness. Yes. And Lord. your blood is sufficient. And we want to thank you for them in Jesus' name.
Amen. 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 Well, uh, for those of you who may not necessarily have a uh, church that you attend and you want to just tune in to something that just is just plain, simple word, that's what we try to do here. Uh, we're not asking you for anything. We're not asking you to follow. We're not asking you for anything. What we want to provide is just a place for you just to hear plain, simple word, the word speaking for itself. And also, if in the event the Lord wants to bring forth a prophetic word where I will speak directly to you as I hear the Lord, that's what we're bringing here. And overseer, uh, make you, uh, Jackie, making sure that, you know, we um, are just, you know, hearing God speak through the scriptures in true context. So we thank you for tuning in. Thank you, Margaret Evans. Thank you for coming into <laughs> the comment section. We appreciate you and love you as our dear family member and our spiritual family member, most importantly. So you guys be blessed and enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Um, we're going to get up out of here with a little bit of more of that Tasha Cobbs. We started today with the song, um, that God knows our name. And, and by that, I mean, he knows us. He knows us. He knows who we are. He knows what we stand in the need of. And I thank God that this is the type of God that we have. So all other gods out there, don't be <laughs> no good for you. All right. And that's what we're going to be talking about next week. We're going to be talking about the destruction that comes as a result of turning away from God. Okay, so thank you guys for tuning in and be blessed. We are out.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.